Hello, Neighbors Church. Alexis here. Grace and peace to you on this third Wednesday of March. It's actually been quite a while since I've been able to um, connect with you guys in this way. Uh, In February, I was traveling. I got to actually go visit my beloved grandmother and spend some time with her. It's been quite a bit of time with COVID and everything, so traveling hasn't been happening, but got a chance just to spend some time with her. And then um, as well, I got to visit my mom. And so it's just been a little bit of time since I've been able to lead you guys in a contemplate. Uh, Dan as well has been traveling. And so uh, he and I haven't been able to have a chance to have a conversation um, over the podcast. So we're looking forward to actually releasing another one, um, another conversation next week. So it's so good to be back. As many of you guys know, we are in the season of Lent. And I don't know about you, but I have just become acutely aware this past couple of weeks of my own fleshy fragility. Um, I've been really reminded of the text that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The past week of Lent, we actually meditated on the theme of willingness. And this whole idea entailed the concept of consenting or yielding to that which the Father is asking of us. Uh, It entailed the idea of being alert, becoming alert to temptation, to watching and praying, seeking Jesus in those moments of temptation, and that we wouldn't fall into temptation um, by seeking, by watching and praying. So last week, for me, I realized that my flesh is actually very unwilling It actually wants to do what it wants to do, and it doesn't want to live in yielded submission. I experienced this so clearly um, with something like Instagram. (laughs) Uh, The Spirit inclined me toward not being on Instagram, and yet I would find myself justifying just one minute or five minutes or ten minutes. And I just was observing my flesh is so sneaky and tricky, so I'd have thoughts like, I'm not going crazy with it. It's just like one minute. It's not an hour or it's it's just five minutes. It's not, you know, a half hour of me just scrolling. Or I'd also find myself saying to myself, um, well, so-and-so has freedom in this area, so I do too. I just became so overwhelmed by how much my flesh uh, is really unwilling to submit in obedience. And so last week from our Lent guides, we meditated in... Luke chapter 22. And in Luke 22, we come across the passage where Jesus asks his disciples to pray with him. And as we know, the disciples don't pray, but instead they'd sleep. Jesus was willing, but in contrast, the disciples were sleepy. I found so much comfort in this passage while I also experienced like immense conviction. I kept asking myself, am I unable to stay awake and pray? Um, Much like me getting on my phone, I realized quickly like, oh no, I'm actually choosing sleep over prayer. I'm choosing to scroll over um, choosing time with Jesus. I found myself asking, can I remain alert and battle the temptation that's around me? And more often than not, I realized, no, I actually would choose sleep instead of remaining alert. I choose to give in to the flesh rather than fighting the flesh. And so I just found these moments where I was asking Jesus to please strengthen me 
And I was acknowledging that my spirit was willing, but my flesh was weak. It is weak. And so in light of all that for today, I wanted to continue um, in that Luke 22 meditation. So I want to soak further in the specific text of Luke 22 verses 39 through 46. And maybe like me, you're finding that your flesh is really unyielding. I'm praying that these words as we soak in this scripture, that these words of Jesus would both correct and comfort your heart as they've been um, doing in my own soul. And so to begin our time, I just want to encourage you to find a comfortable spot. Perhaps that's in your favorite chair or maybe you're on a morning walk. Uh, If you can, I'd like you just to put your palms up in a posture that's physically representing reception, wanting to receive with palms up and hands open. We're just saying even now together, come Holy Spirit. We want to hear from you today. We want to receive your words. We pray your words would correct our hearts, that they'd comfort our hearts that you would teach us and train us through the scriptures. I'd encourage you just to take a few deep breaths as you feel so inclined. But in taking these deep breaths, finding that you're slowing yourself down, you're attuning your awareness to the present presence of God. Come Holy Spirit attune our awareness to your presence. You are with us right now. Wherever we find ourselves, you are with us. You're in the chair next to us. You're on the walk with us. You're in the passenger seat while we're driving in our car. You are present with us. Go ahead and take a deep breath. And as you're slowing down, I want you just to become aware of how your body is feeling. With your imagination, just begin to scan over your body, starting with the top of your head, over your face, down your neck, over your shoulders and arms and back and chest. You can imagine like a warm shower, just the water's rushing over you. And as the water's rushing over you, it's covering your entire body. Just scan your body, just carefully becoming aware of this incredible being, you, a human that God created that he breathed life into. As you make your way down your body, maybe in your stomach, you feel tightness, or your stomach might be in knots. Maybe in your shoulders, you feel tension. Just simply acknowledge those feelings as you're making your way just through your body, scanning your body, attuning your awareness to God's presence.
And again, going back to that picture of just a warm shower rushing over your head and down your body, it's just making, this water's making its way down your legs, down your calves, in between your toes. Your whole body is covered in this warmth. Just like we would in a nice hot shower after a long day, you're just relaxing into that comfort. I'd encourage you to relax into the presence of God. Perhaps your thoughts are running wild right now. Maybe you have spent a lot of your time, a lot of time already on your phone and your calendar and your work. And so you're having a hard time slowing down. Your, your mind is going crazy. You don't need to resist those thoughts, but you can note that they are there. And then I just want to encourage you to return to your breath and to the present presence of God. Maybe today you have immense joy or this satisfied contentment. I'd encourage you to intensify those sensations with gratitude and thanksgiving. Thank you, God, for the life that we have. Thank you, God, for creation. Thank you, God, for our relationships that bring joy. Go ahead and take another deep breath. And as you do that, I want to direct our attention to the passage that we're going to be reading. We're going to be reading specifically, once again, from Luke 22, verses 39 through 46. As I read, I want you to pay attention to the words that maybe catch your ear. And just soak in them. Let the reading of these texts wash over you today. And so begins reading one of our text. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down, and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. And so concludes the first reading of Luke 22, verses 39 through 46. The words of Jesus, pray that you will not fall into temptation, are interesting. Temptation might be a word that is difficult. 
many of us carry shame and guilt for moments of temptation that have led to sinful action. Some of us even feel guilty for being tempted. Sometimes it's helpful to recognize what temptation feels like or how we experience it in order to be more aware of it. So perhaps you experience a racing heart or you feel really hot or maybe you experience like a ringing in your ears or shaky hands. Jesus in the garden was literally so overwhelmed that he was sweating drops of blood. He was anxious to the point, literally having a panic attack. He was so anxious at what was to come, asking his father, please let this cup pass from me, that he sweat drops of blood. He physically experienced the overwhelm, the temptation, the sorrow. Consider how you experience temptation physically. While we consider how we experience temptation, it helps increase our awareness of it. We become aware of the physical reaction that we have when we experience temptation. And with that awareness, prayerfully, there's more ability to fight it in the spirit, to battle with it. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. And so concludes the second reading of Luke 22, verses 39 through 46. Today, be encouraged in knowing that Jesus was tempted as we are tempted. Kneeling down, he prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Just as he asked the disciples to pray with him that they wouldn't fall into temptation, he too went and prayed and resisted the temptation to flee from the cross. He yielded his helplessness and his fear to the Father. In this, we actually see that he lived and embodied the resistance of the flesh. He practiced it. Jesus, in his humanness, resisted temptation. He battled the flesh, and he sought the Lord. He sought strength from the Father. Jesus went out as usual to the Mountain of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. 
he withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down, and prayed. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. And so concludes the third reading of Luke 22, verses 39 through 46. There's comfort in the words, an angel appeared and strengthened him. Today, dear friends, we have access to this same strength through the Holy Spirit, through prayer and by the power and strength of the Holy Spirit, we can resist temptation like Jesus did. Let these words strengthen your spirit. Jesus was tempted as we are, and he overcame temptation on your behalf. When our flesh is weak, remember his spirit was willing. Receive this grace and mercy and extravagant love today. And now go and walk with God your Father in the power of God the Holy Spirit through the grace and mercy of God the Son. Forever. Amen. Shalom, friends. <laughs>